0: Hello!
1: Oh, ooh! I didn't have a prop, but I have those in my backpack. Could have Fine. used those. Could Welcome use those. in to Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingert. That is Peter Peter Moylan. That is Maddie Mass. Ashland might be hopping on here, um, possibly to talk some college baseball with us. We are having a ton of Wi-Fi issues. I am on the road in Miami. Ashland is at the beach. Uh, Peter, how was your Father's Day?
2: It was good. We did so celebrated a week ago when my daughter was still here from London. Uh, so yesterday's Fowler's Day was was good. It hey, was, wait. Uh,
1: I'm confused. I thought she lived in Australia.
2: She does, but she's living in London right now with uh, her boyfriend who plays cricket.
1: What? Does Jimmy know this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay. When you said you just booked flights for London in September, I just thought that, like, you were going to, like, Go there and she was going to meet you. I didn't realize she was living there. Do we like her boyfriend? Oh, yeah. Is he good?
2: Everybody likes her boyfriend. Do people Uh, make
1: money in cricket?
2: They do. He doesn't. He's an amateur, but people do. Oh, There's a lot of money there.
1: Is he good? Like, can he be a pro?
2: Yeah. That's his goal. He's only 21. So that's the plan. He's coming over here to to get more experience in cricket. And he's going to, yeah, he'll uh, eventually. That's the plan.
1: Does he have the approved dad stamp? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, without question, he's earned that.
1: Nice. See, good we're dog. talking about
2: we're talking about twenty two year old now. We're not talking about like it's not, she's not sixteen, so it's yeah. not like I have to come to the door with my fists out and just you know he's they're adults. So as long as he treats her good and makes her smile, and that's all I care about.
3: Pete, so sweet,
1: so sweet of you. Um, love that for you. Thank you. Well, guys, it was an exciting week in Major League Baseball. First of all, it's, it's going to be an exciting week in baseball because I'm in Miami right now, and I'm going to corner Jazz Chisholm at the ballpark tomorrow and force him <laughs> to be my friend. <laughs> Second of all, there were a lot of great call-ups, and that is Oof. our opener brought to you by DraftKings. It's time to step up to the plate, just like Jazz Jr. with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any game and get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn another small bet into a big payday this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Same game parlays. You can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total runs, extra innings, and more. And boom, you have a shot in an even bigger payout. Literally follow jake story on like instagram or twitter or wherever he puts out he puts out like daily parlays it's kind of insane um and i think he hits a lot um so right now if your same game parlay doesn't hit if you didn't do jake you can get a free bet back up to ten dollars DraftKings is safe secure reliable best of all you can deposit and withdraw your cash whatever you want download this um mm, mm.
2: not again it's okay Start again.
1: Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code Jomboy New customers can make any five dollars MLB bet and get one hundred and fifty doll hairs and free bets, no matter what. That's promo code John boy Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for detail. MLB trademarks used with permission. The opener. There were some big call-ups this last week. Yes, Ashland's please? here. Oh, hi, Ashland. Hi. Hi. W- which beach are you at?
0: I'm in, uh, at the Redneck Riviera I'm in Panama City.
1: Love that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Uh, beautiful. Have
1: you been able to watch a lot of the college baseball games? Or, or are you, like, oh, straight yeah. <laughs> There,
0: There's a – no. No such thing. Not this week, anyway. There's a TV outside by the pool. So Ooh, I'm yeah. covered there. And when I'm on the beach, it's on my phone. Everybody knows it's always on when I'm around. So, luckily, I have a brother in law who played minor league ball too. So, he likes okay. to relive the glory days with me and we watch together. Yeah,
3: <laughs> well, we do.
1: If y'all aren't following Ashland on Twitter, I'm like literally not even just saying this because she's on the podcast. Like, she is such an incredible college baseball um, like content creator person to get details from. She posts like daily videos of like updates from the College World Series and she knows so much about all of these teams so she's going to help walk us through what has happened in Omaha so far um but we were just getting to some of the big call-ups this week Ashland um there's a million yeah so we are fired up about Riley Green he was the Tigers number one prospect he's MLB's number two prospect this is a guy who we thought was going to probably crack opening day but he started the season yeah yeah was that like a did they come out and say that didn't yeah, well, that's
2: it's kind of yeah general knowledge that he they had said that he would have probably made opening day had it not been for the injury. So, yeah.
1: Do you know what the injury was?
3: Matty Mass? I mean, I could look it up, but
1: um, so he was on the IL until May 27th. He had 15 games in AAA, where he hit 274 with four doubles, one home run, six RBI, three stolen bases, and he made his debut on Saturday in center. Field against texas who like when did texas move into second place in their division when did that oh, there's, happen?
2: there's so many stories like that right now by the way
1: like when i was looking at the standings last night and yeah. i was like i mean we played them early in the season but they did not they did not look good but he went two for three in his debut with two singles and two two walks peter yes what the Tigers kind of hurt my ego because going into the season, I was telling people, I was like, don't sleep on the Tigers. Right. and Don't sleep on the Mariners.
2: I think the biggest thing for me is I don't know. I thought AJ Hinch was going to have a big immediate impact on that Tigers team. And I just think, you know, the Harvey Baez signing. He's been uh,
1: trash. Or he, he's, I shouldn't say that. He hasn't been good. Please, He
2: has not. He has not been uh, up to his very high standards. Yeah, You're right. You're right, Kelsey um but yeah i just i don't know there's a there's it's like there's a there's an in-between time with detroit right now it's like miggy's still over there we still got the influence a little bit but there's still a ton of young guys it's just i don't i don't know what they're i don't know what they're trying to achieve over there are they trying to win right now or is it just a transition period that's what it feels like but they're bringing up all these young guys to i guess wet their beak at the big league level and see what happens. I guess that, I mean, it's just like a tryout to see who's going to start the season next year for the rest of the year for them, because they've been so terrible. Who knows?
1: Well, and Casey Mize was hurt. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, he had, he had Tommy John. Yeah. So he's
0: man.
1: And he was having such a good year last year. I know I had St. Tarek Scooball's name being thrown around a lot, but yeah, the Tigers were a team that, um, that I was really fired up for coming into the season. Seattle too.
2: You're right. Seattle too. Seattle have been, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on in Seattle. Jesse Winker is kind of not really doing much. He's kind of lost right now.
1: Mm -hmm. They're
2: not getting any offense from really anybody.
1: So I'm trying to read up on um, Riley Green it says his swing is often described as fluid, but it also comes with plenty of violence. I love that. Um, he exhibits a mature approach as well, one that helps him to pick up walks at a good clip with his strikeout rate on the high side. There's a hope that it'll trend back down as he sees more Apple level pitching. Um, he's played all three outfield spots with Toledo. His instincts help make up for average speed, and he has the arm to work anywhere on the grass. So like we said, he's the Tigers' number one prospect, MLB number two prospect. That was a really exciting debut and, and good for him because that probably crushed his heart thinking he was going to crack opening day and then getting that stolen from you. Stolen. Stolen. Wow, there were a ton of debuts. Um, yes, there was. Okay. Gabriel Moreno debuted for the Blue Jays. He's Blue Jays number one, MLB number four in 36 AAA games. He hit 324 with eight doubles, a home run, 23 RBI, 44 total hits. Um, he's now played in five MLB games where he's only hitting 421 with uh, um, eight singles, four RBI, and 871 OPS. He had a three-hit night in his third career MLB game.
2: The poor guy. Maddie couldn't do better than that. (laughs) Are the Blue Jays for real, Maddie? Can they turn what they're doing around? I know they've got decent starting pitching.
0: Aren't the Yankees
1: still like 11 games up in the East?
2: (laughs) They are. The Yankees are on a different level. I was listening to people talk yesterday on the radio and they're talking about how this is the best Yankees team since the 90s and all that. And is it though? I feel like if we're comparing that team to the late 90s Yankees, I mean, is that a stretch? I think that's a stretch.
3: I don't know. I mean, I think. Who's Derek Jeter on your team? Aaron Judge? Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Jeter never won an MVP. Is he the leader
2: of that team? Aaron Judge is the leader of that team. Yes.
1: Maddie, don't judge me when I ask this because I'm an NL gal, okay? And I know I'm going to ask this question and you're going to say a name and I'm going to be like, I'm an idiot. like what significantly changed from last year's team to this year's team that's made the Yankees, this juggernaut
2: Matt Blake, the pitching coach. Uh,
1: Dang. I was going to say Josh Donaldson. Did you see Ashlyn? Did you see the way he (laughs) threw down his bat when he got hit by a pitch? I love JD, JD, but I was like, come
0: on. He's he's a volatile person. It's awesome.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I genuinely think it's just Matt Blake effect having taken a few years to fully impact every single player. But there's no pitcher that they put on the mound that I ever feel like will give up a run. They all feel in complete control nine innings of the game.
2: So all these guys that we're talking about in in your bullpen, like obviously Clay Holmes and King, Mike King, is that his name? Mm Mm-hmm. Like they've been developed through the system, and and they're they're products of Yankees, or were they trades?
3: No, I mean I think King might have been drafted, but they trade for almost everybody. Clay Holmes right. was from the Pirates. We gave up Hoy Park for Clay Holmes, so he's well, the best. He's the best reliever in the world right now. By the
2: way, just to keep going, sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh, back to the Blue Jays, really quick. Miranda's a catcher, which I'm a little confused because Alejandro Kirk, our short king. When you, you know, Randall Gritchick is in our clubhouse for the Rockies. And this is a guy who he talks about. He's like, you need to keep your eyes on Kirk because he's going to be a freaking superstar. And Jimmy has been talking about him so much on Talking Baseball. So I don't know. um, I don't know what their catching situation is over there. But yeah, so they called up this catcher.
2: Maybe someone got hurt. Maybe.
1: Um, He doesn't strike out much. Hard contact. Above average power. Um, he was an infielder moved to catcher. So he debuted for the blue Jays. We also still cheer for our short King Ezekiel Duran's another guy who debuted Rangers number four prospect MLB's, um, 72nd overall prospect here at place. Josh Smith, who has been placed on the IL,
2: but
1: Josh has played four rehab games in triple a this week, by the way, there it is. (laughs) um, in 14 major league games, Duran hit in 291 with three doubles, a triple, a home run, eight RBI, two stolen bases, and 807 OPS. Friday, he hit the go-ahead three RBI double in the ninth inning against Detroit. Ezekiel Duran is a name that we heard a lot um, mm. before. Anybody have any thoughts on the Rangers' number four prospect?
2: I don't, actually. Mm. Uh, I don't know anything about really what's going on with the Rangers at the moment. The fact that you just told me that they're in second place is a little frightening, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, So the Angels are now in third place. Is that what I led to assume? The
1: Angels are in... Oh, Texas has now dropped to third place. They're half a game behind the Angels. So Houston leads the division by nine and a half. Then the Angels are in second. And then Texas is half a game behind them. Seattle, three games behind them. Oakland's just hanging out down there that's um,
2: another sad story. Goodness. Um, gra- like I, and I'm I, this is genuine. I've been paying so much attention like you, Kelsey to the NL, that the, the AL is kind of now, you know, anyway.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about the AL, um, but that's what happens, especially when you get in baseball season, you cover, cover a team in the NL. Um, another call up, Peter, you got, you have the PowerPoint up. Cause I don't, can't pronounce it.
2: went deep, made his debut Sunday Mm -hmm. and hit a go-ahead Grand Slam in the seventh inning in a W against the New York Mets. Thank you very much, by the way. Yes. (laughs) Very (laughs) much. We
0: appreciate you.
2: But if you saw it, the excitement, the family moment afterwards, it was Mm -hmm. everything that every kid obviously dreams about, but that's such a cliche to say, but it's legitimate. I mean, if you're a kid, you hit a game-winning Grand Slam every time you're at the plate in the backyard. It's just that simple. So for him to do it in real life is awesome. And then have the family there as well. I think he shared a moment afterwards with his dad. There was, was a great moment afterwards on the field, but it was caught. So that was awesome. Awesome to see. And they beat the Mets. So that's even better.
1: Yeah. So congratulations. I'll get to see him this week. He's the Marlins. Um, I'm glad I'm glad you passed
2: this one off to me so that you can try this next name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you could just say
3: Cannon Smith.
1: Cannon Smith.
2: You can't because there's a hyphen with another name there. What is it supposed to be? He goes by
3: both. I I don't know. Okay,
2: okay, okay. So if it's Cannon Smith.
3: Go, nope.
1: Cannon Smith Najipa. I'm so sorry, Cannon Smith. Pirates number 21 prospect his brother Jackson. I love the name Jackson. I love when first names have X's in them. He's a star wide receiver at Ohio State. Talk about an athletic family. Um, He's projected to go sixth overall. In the 2023 NFL draft, good for their family. Um, He hit a double in his first MLB at bat, and then he was sadly placed on the 60-day IL with a wrist fracture after three games and six
2: plate appearances. That does suck, but on the bright side, he's on the major league disabled list. Oh yeah, league pay—he's getting big league showtime money, and he's getting big league food, and he's getting big league rehab. So he's going to be just fine in a matter of time. So it's it's all okay, really. He'll come back stronger and better for it. Probably not better for it, but he'll come back stronger, you know?
1: Um, speaking of the Pirates, our 6'7 shortstop O'Neill Cruz was also apparently called up this week. Has he not played in the game yet?
3: He's projected to start tonight against Cubs, I think.
1: So we'll keep an eye on him this week. 6'7 shortstop. Ain't nothing short about him, folks. Um, Buddy <laughs> Kennedy with the Diamondbacks' number 21 prospect. I loved this because he brought his dad down on the field he was doing his post-game interview, and he brought his dad down on the field, and they gave his dad a Gatorade bath instead of him.
2: Come on. Yeah,
1: like his dad got on. It was on Father's Day, um, and he hit a grand slam on a 3-0 pitch. Um, and I, I don't know if that was the same day. Do you know if it was, Maddie? I would imagine the same day that he did the walk-off interview. Um, yeah, hmm but he brought his dad down on the field for the post-game interview, and they only got his dad with the, with the <laughs> power. That's
2: guys. really cool.
1: Um, really, really cool. Yeah, so he's played in three MLB games so far. He's hitting 296 in 54 t- triple A games this season. So far in the show, he's hitting 300 with a triple and a home run. Wow, okay. Who Singles, never heard of her. Um, so that's Buddy <laughs> Kennedy for the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, are they still floating around? 500, kind of. They're, mm. they're 32 and 36.
2: I think they've showed themselves a little bit lately, but there was a remember, there was that time where everybody was talking about how awesome the West is because they're all above 500, but now Listen, they are
3: everybody.
2: 32 and 36 and nine and a half games out. But the Dodgers are not running away with it like we thought no, they were.
1: But we just did the Dodgers a favor and swept the Padres. Right. Which, like, I love my rocks, but like we had just gotten swept by our friend Palacios, Richie Palacios and the Guardians, and then the Padres come in. They just in went into
2: and they just went into LA and didn't they take two out of three there too?
1: I know they won. I think it was yesterday. Ashlyn, do you know? Uh don't remember. I know they I know they've at least won they won yesterday. Yeah. But yeah, they came in, they swept us. We had a good road trip and then they came and swept us and then we swept the Padres. But yeah, the West is kind of. A little interesting right now. Peter, you got mm. this next
2: guy? I do. <laughs> oh, dang it. Luver Pergermo. Let me start again. No, number five prospect, MLB number 58, <laughs> louver paguro MLB debut <laughs> on Sunday at shortstop where he recorded a single. However, Pirates have now called up another Jeez, shortstop. Pirates? <laughs> O'Neill Cruz, number three, reportedly getting called up, but hasn't happened yet. Is that what I'm? led to believe
1: well it will probably have happened by the time that this um oh uh, maddie just tweeted something out um uh it'll happen by the time this this show airs but o'neill cruz is going to take the world by storm because of his height
2: not because of his baseball
1: well i mean i kind of looked at o'neill cruz's triple a numbers this season and they didn't jump off the, the laptop to me um I know he
2: hits the ball very hard. I've seen videos of him absolutely smashing baseballs at like 116, 118 miles an hour, but I'm I'm not sure that that's just the generation that, that I I don't know. I don't know if that's it.
1: I don't even care what he does at the plate. I just want to see him field. I just want to see how difficult, and obviously it's not difficult because he's still playing short. I mean, if, if fielding was an issue for him, he would have switched by now, but like, you got to get down, buddy. Mm. There's a lot of movement over there. Okay, so those were some of our big um, call-ups for the week that we'll be paying attention to. I'm most excited for O'Neal Cruz just to see him field, but good for Buddy Kennedy. That was fun. Before we dive into college baseball, which is why we brought Ashland on, because Omaha is one of the most exciting times for any baseball fan. We want to talk about Michael Harris's contributions with Atlanta. And Peter, you've gotten an up-close look at him. And he just, I haven't seen anything. So,
2: Okay, I'll give you a full rundown if you'd like. Yes. Comes up, gets the first knock out of the way early and then makes a couple of good plays in the outfield and has a decent first week. Like decent where people are still sort of questioning whether it was the right time. You know, he's, he's having some good, okay at bats. And then all of a sudden we got Arizona and he hasn't that bat and he gets a knock. And then he, he starts playing center field with a lot of confidence because Arizona and Colorado is so big. He's running down balls all over the place. And that's translating to his at bats. He's getting more comfortable with the bats. Then he hits his first homer in DC oppo on a ball, literally that far off the outside part of the plate. He took it oppo. And I'm thinking, okay, this is this is nice. And then ever since, it's always been doing. He's literally the the center field, left center gap has become his friend, uh, and he's continued to rake and hit in that nine hole spot. And he's just honestly solidified the whole Braves lineup just by allowing everybody to be more comfortable. Now you've got Duval in left field instead of playing mm-hmm. center field, which was out of a position. You've Duval got Duval
1: was playing center.
2: Yeah, you got Acuna now mm-hmm. in right field every day. He's played every single day for the last... I can't remember when he didn't play. That's how many games in that's a row he's awesome. played. And he went through a little bit of a struggle on the road trip, but now he's back. So everybody's in their right positions. Everybody's comfortable. We've got the bottom of the lineup that's that's raking. you got Duval, Darno raking, and then you got Michael Harris in that nine spot. So it's like he's got... A, he's, I think his OPS is over a 1,000 over the last 10 games. He's just really adapted to this level like I didn't expect him to, so quickly Um, but he's 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 looks like it's a real like it's I don't want to put so much pressure on him and be like oh he's his next superstar but he's looking like a very very good big leaguer to this point in his career
0: Ashland he um I mean not to be dramatic but he's the reason the Braves won 14 games in a row he came up he had a couple days he got everybody set it's
2: a little dramatic and
0: then everybody started going
2: (laughs) It's really, true, though. You're absolutely right. You're, I, I mean, I'm kidding. It's not dramatic. He's he changed the whole team.
0: It, the whole because, like you said, now Duval is over there. He's comfortable in his spot in the outfield. That's translating to his offense. Ronnie's comfortable.
2: Yeah, he's turning the lineup over. It's not just his on field performances that are impacting the team. It's it's his his ability to track down balls that Duval might not have been able to get to. That that mm-hmm. makes innings quicker. The starting pitchers feel more comfortable. You know, there's a lot of balls in play this year as opposed to the years past. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, reliance on good defense. And he's shored up Atlanta's defense unbelievably.
0: He's making catches out there that I'm like, there's no way he's getting that. There's no way he's getting to that. And he gets what, there.
2: It's, what's
1: his build like? Is he tall? Is he skinny? Is he muscular? Probably, if Is I was he... to have
2: a guess without looking it up, I'd say he's probably 6'1", 6'2", 200 pounds, 200 pounds 205.
0: Okay. that That feels right.
1: Was it a surprising call-up when he got called up or was there talks about
2: it? it? There was talks about it just because of it was such a struggle in the outfield for the Braves for, mm-hmm. for a period. Azuna in left field, Duval in center field. And then some days we didn't have a Koonian right because he was dh a lot because they didn't want to put him on the turf. So it was like there was a lot of extra runs and extra pitches being thrown based on our outfield defense. And I think that's the biggest impact that he's made. But now that he's raking, it's like, well – we've got the best of both the best
1: thing ever where's drew waters
2: he's in triple a he's still he's still he's still plugging away in triple a he's just had the injury bug and he's just needs Mm -hmm. a full season to to prove that he's still drew waters i think get comfortable get 400 at bats and just come out and still be drew waters because it's just been a it's just been a uh, it's it's almost like had he been on any other team Mm. In the last two years, he would have at least been called up and had an opportunity to play. You know, that's the frustrating Has part. Has he not been
1: called him. up yet? No. No. Oh, he hasn't even made his debut yet. No man. Mm-mm. Ay, la
3: kika.
2: So that's the issue. But as I said, Kyle Wright went down to AAA last year and came back and pitched in the World Series. Adam Duval went down to AAA for three months and came back and hit 4,200 runs with 116 RBIs next year. It's not the worst thing in the world to be in A for a full year, have a great year, and open up mm-hmm. some eyes.
1: Yeah. Um, so good for Michael Harris. Now we go to college baseball, which is why we brought Ashland on. Yes, sir?
2: Let's do Aussie lingo, and i got to go. Okay, okay. Okay. This is going to be awesome because, Ashland, you okay. might get these because I think you're on the same level as a lot of Aussie slang.
1: <laughs> oh, <okay>. no, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> So how, how it works, he got a book. So he thumbs through the book. I tell him when to stop. He gives us a word and we have to guess what um, it means. Ready? Okay, Go.
0: perfect. Stop.
2: Ooh. Ooh, I like this one. Can. C-A-R-N. And I'll use it in a sentence. No, I'm not. Can. <laughs> Um, actually, actually, oh. Khan apostrophe, the, Khan, the. I'm
0: sorry, what? <laughs> that, felt, that, that made it way harder.
2: <laughs> I know. It's really hard. But, okay, just have a guess at what you think Khan is. It's short. It's, a, it's, it's an abbreviation of a regular couple of words. Karn, C-A-R-N.
0: I appreciate you spelling it because the R is non-existent.
2: You when s- I so
1: it. lost me with the apostrophe
2: in the situation. Like, really? Okay. You'll get it when, when we can do the guesses. Uh, uh,
1: just for time's sake, I'm going to stick with my guess of a steak, but I think that's because I'm thinking of carne asada. I don't even know if that's steak. Yeah.
2: But.
0: That, I, I can get there. <laughs> um, I don't know.
2: I'm gonna give you another one here. I'll give you another one. I'll, and I'll go back to Khan and I'll explain what Khan is, but I've found a better one. Okay. Ready? Chockers. Pants.
0: Sandals. Oh.
3: You know what? Screw it. Cleats.
2: <laughs> it means very full. A variation of chock full or chocker block. Chockers. I am chockers, mate. I just smashed that whole buffet. I'm absolutely chockers. Love it. I love it. Are you going to use that? Everybody use that, please. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll
1: use that. Find later a way after, to use chockers
2: one time today, everybody. I'm hey. still
1: thinking about carn. I'm still thinking about carn.
2: Okay, so carn was <laughs> it actually means come on the. So if you were at the football, you say can the pies. Come on the pies. Instead of saying come on the pies, they say can the pies. It's actually the word that they say in Australia. Instead of come on, they say can. And that's how they say it never would have gotten there can the falcons
1: What? Can but the you, you don't say the fal where's the v coming in
2: because that's how you you wouldn't just say can if i say hey what, what's the meaning of can you'd be like what
1: yeah but we say like come on braves it's not yeah, come on the braves is that just an australian thing that y'all throw an extra word in yeah because we dropped the v <laughs> i'll
2: let you read it yourself okay
1: a cry of encouragement from sports spectators frequently heard at football matches. Yeah, so y'all just throw in an extra, boo, I'm cold. Y'all just throw in an extra word. I don't know where the the. you've really got me on the V.
3: Calling a comma an apostrophe is also tough, but that's okay. What did I call it? An apostrophe.
1: <laughs> what did he, what, 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 what Say that again, Maddie? It's a Maddie.
2: comma. It's a comma. <laughs> I know that. I even know that.
1: I definitely had it up in the air.
0: <laughs> Me too. That's what was making it so hard.
2: <laughs> oh man. I am such an English major. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad that nobody actually gets to read what I write in my notebook because I read it and I'm looking at the words and how I've spelt them sometimes and I'm like, that's not right. But I know what it means, so I don't care. We love you, Pete. All right, guys. It's been a wonderful wonderful experience. I got to go to work. See Yeah. Go to work. Go to work. Go to work. Go to work.
1: Bye. Love you. Bye. Okay. Ashland, it's time to get into some college baseball, baby. Yes. I haven't really been able to watch many games because um, I've been working this weekend, but I've been watching um, like the the games that are starting in early mountain time. Um, Yes. But Omaha is here. It's broken up into two brackets right now, and bracket one is brought to you by the Hudson Valley Renegades, or the high affiliate of the New York Yankees. For tickets, you can call 845 838 0094 or visit hbrenegades.com. The stadium is located in Wappingers Falls, New York. Um, they're still doing that same deal we've been telling you about buy one, get one, lower box ticket the rest of the season with code John Boy. That's actually a really good deal. So, you buy one. Get one free for a lower box ticket the whole season with promo code John Boy. You can follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HV Renegades. Um, and if you follow them, you can stay up to date with all the top Yan- Yankees prospects as they make their way through the system. The season is still getting started at the Dutch. Come find your fun only at the Dutch. Um, they have new hats, new merch, new swag, only at the Renegades team store. Ashlyn, you know this, but don't sleep on minor league gear because they have some actually not. On- Thick gear. And um, if you want to check out the gear, you can use code JOMBOY for 20% off of your purchase today. Um, so make sure you visit hbrenegades.com, buy one, get one lower box ticket the rest of the entire season with code JOMBOY. Um, Matt Sawyer just threw a career long seven and a third innings, one run, nine Ks. That's pretty stinking good. Everson Pierra. Seven for his last 12 with the triple. The Yankees are so good, and they have so much talent still down there. It is scary, but good for John Boy Media and good for the Yankees. The first bracket, Ashland. Do you have what I'm looking at? Yes, I do. Okay. So I just need you to – I need you to – Okay, well, we'll I'm start.
0: When Remember at the beginning of the season, I came all, and I was like, Texas is going to win it all. They're preseason number one. They got all the pieces. They're going to win it all. Well, they were the first team eliminated yesterday.
1: Dang. By Texas A&M, which is yes, key.
0: Yeah. Like, so, first of all, somebody's going home from the College World Series. That's heartbreak all on its own. But when you yeah. couple it with a rivalry like that and all the horns down, horns down was everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. It, bless their heart. The Longhorns are going to be hurting for a while. Yeah. They're gone. Notre Dame is also in that bar- bracket. They were beaten by Oklahoma last night. Oklahoma is on absolute fire right now. The like first play of the game yesterday, Cade K- Horton, their pitcher, goes to run into foul ground to catch a foul ball, leans over into the dugout, completely flips over into the dugout, like how he didn't hurt himself. I, I have no idea. And comes out, he pitched wonderful last night. Peyton Graham was like four for four at the plate last night. Oh, wait, no. There's some cool, funky stat. He was four for four at the plate, and he had a couple of stolen bases, something. And he was the first person to do it since Barry Bonds in 84. Hold on. I want to read this exactly so I don't screw it up. Let's see here.
1: Um, Peyton Graham, if you watched the TikTok that I did over college baseball, that was a name to, to keep your eye on. He's one of the big guys over at OU.
0: He went four for four with two steals. He's the first player to record four hits and two steals in a college world series game since Barry Bonds in 1984. Wow. So, you know, um, that's kind of good. If you and Barry Bonds are like the two people to do it. I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> um, Texas A&M looked great yesterday. Also, obviously when they beat Texas. Um, and it next, was a lopsided
1: game, wasn't it?
0: Like it was like Texas? 10 to two or something. Ten to to, and to be quite honest, Texas just had, like, appeared to have no, there was no fight in them. There was just no fight in them. It, they went down early, and they stayed down. There was one point, I believe it was the sixth inning, bases were loaded with the Hispanic Titanic up to bat, and he strikes out. Ugh. I was like, I, it was just so deflating, and they, it just kind of seemed like that the entire game. And I don't know, I did not expect them to go to and out obviously, since I thought they were going to win it all, but it was just a sad showing from start to finish. To be quite honest, there was no moment where you were like, Oh, that's Texas baseball. There really wasn't. So what, what is
1: the format the each team only plays the other teams? Like one, it's not series. It's just one game and it's correct. Double elimination. Okay. So you have
0: two brackets of four and it's double el- elimination. So, okay. um, Texas and Notre Dame played, Texas lost, A&M and Oklahoma played, Oklahoma lost. So Texas, the losers played and then the winners play. Okay. So that moved on to Texas A&M and Texas played, Texas lost, A&M moves on to Notre Dame because Notre okay. Dame lost to Oklahoma. So it's double elimination, but there's two sets of brackets. Okay. And then those those two brackets don't cross, cross over to your finals at the end. Okay. Um so we have, let's see, the next round will have Oklahoma versus whoever wins the Oklahoma and Notre Dame game, because Oklahoma, they've won oh, this is another fun stat. Oklahoma they won their first two. the last. Wait, first. First.
1: I thought you just said it'll be Oklahoma versus whoever wins the Oklahoma and Notre Dame game.
0: Oh, I probably did say that. Whoever wins the a and m and Notre Dame game.
1: You said so Oklahoma's you, already there.
0: Yeah, Oklahoma's there. Okay. They're waiting for whoever it is they play. A&M and Notre okay, Dame have okay, to okay, play okay. and battle that out because A&M and uh, Notre Dame have both lost once.
3: If Oklahoma loses, do they play a second game, same teams?
0: Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Okay. Um, because it is double elimination. Fun fact, Oklahoma, they have started 2-0 in the College World Series twice. This is their third time to do it. The last two times they did it, they won the World Series. So. Okay. It was like 51 and or 54 and like 90 something. I don't remember the years, but so that's a that's a pretty good showing for them. Is Oklahoma
1: technically now in what would be considered the semifinals?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. They're
0: just waiting on their opponent. But yes.
1: And when's Texas
0: and Wednesday and Notre Dame's? <laughs> I think that game is tomorrow because they've they got it. The way the brackets are scheduled, they play a game and they have it off day. So today is the other bracket. It's the yes. Auburn and Ole Miss and the SEC bracket is today. You're correct.
1: You're correct. So June t- Tuesday, June 21st, which is tomorrow as we record this, Texas A&M and Notre Dame play at 2 o'clock. Um, yes. And today, as we record this, Auburn and Stanford play at two o'clock and then Ole Miss and Arkansas play at seven o'clock. So that moves us down to bracket to number second. two. So bracket number one, just a summary, like Ashlyn just said, it was Texas, Notre Dame, AM, OU. OU's gone 2-0 and in advance to the semifinals. Texas has been eliminated. We're now awaiting the winner of AM and Notre Dame to play OU. Winner of that situation will go to the College World Series final. Bracket number two, the other four teams is brought to you by Greg Morris Cards, the most trusted sports card seller on the planet. He sells over 80,000 sports cards every single month, over 2,000 a day, exclusively on eBay. Um, GMC sells baseball cards from every era, pre-war, post-war, modern. If you're a card collector, like this guy is going to have exactly what you're looking for. Um, His collection is unbelievable. So why do people trust GMC for buying cards Greg Morris and his team hand grade every single card that they sell buyers have been trusting Greg's grades for years if Greg says the card is mint he means it and you know the card is actually mint so go to Greg Morris cards Dot com to see their inventory. And GMC wants to give you $10 in free cards just for hearing about them on John Boy Media. So if you go to their website, gregmorriscards.com, you can find the cards that you want. And if you win the eBay auction, you message them with the code John Boy and they will give you $10 off your order. So if you're a big card collector, which I know a lot of people are, um, this is the place to be looking. So make sure you go there and make sure you are using the promo code John Boy to get $10 off we truly truly love that for you so bracket number two in the college world series the next teams it's stanford arkansas Ole miss auburn remember Ole miss is the team they came in they were the last team in 64 out of 64 and here they are sitting in omaha um, Stanford is really exciting because we love Brock Jones. Arkansas always has a really good program. Auburn, I literally don't know anything about besides Sonny Deshira, who is an absolute unit and fun to watch. Yes. Um, but Ashland, what are you want to okay. walk us through that?
0: Yes. So first up, like you said, Ole Miss was last in, and they are, as of today, the only team that has not been beaten the entire postseason. So not just in the College World Series, (laughs) but since postseason started, they are the only team that's not been beaten at all ever. Also, they're super regional. They shut out Southern Miss both of their games to advance. Their pitchers allowed big, fat zero runs in both of those games. Their offense is also going crazy. They scored like 10 runs in one, five runs in another. They beat Auburn five to one. Yes, no, day before yesterday, Sorry. Day before yesterday, um, they are going to be playing Arkansas today, and that game's going to be very fantastic because Arkansas's offense is also going crazy. They played Stanford and beat Stanford 17 to 2 the day before yesterday. How does, that, how does that happen in the college world series? Okay, I, I will say this the, the balls are different right now because typically we're like setting records for the number of home runs in Charles Swab right now, because we, I want to say they had had the record was like, maybe it was like six or seven balls. Just don't go out of Charles Swab regularly. It was like six or seven home runs in the college world series was the record. And we hit like four in the first day. So the balls are different. They're definitely flying, but Arkansas's offense is just really good. It's just really good. They set all kinds of records that day. It was like the most hits in a game in um, Charles Schwab history. It was the most runs scored by an SEC team in the College World Series ever. It's um, 21 hits. 21 hits, 17 runs. It was the most um, – the first team to win by 15 since Arizona State won by 15 in 1988. Like, they just – you have today with Ole Miss and Arkansas, you have two very powerful, very potent offenses coming together. And both of them are kind of a little bit – I mean, I don't want to call Arkansas an underdog because I don't want to, like, offend them. But Arkansas, you can you can fairly say they have probably underperformed for what their fans and stuff would have wanted for them this year. They've been good. They've won a lot of games, but their offense just has not been insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that, and then on the other hand, you have Ole Miss, who was dead in the water a month and a half ago. Seriously. Like, actually, like,
1: people weren't even knowing if they were going to make it to the SEC tournament. And here they are. Like you said, just, I I cannot believe they're unbeaten in the postseason. I'm looking at the box score from this game, and I guess, like, this obviously has to be implied when you have 21 hits in a game, but every single starter for them had a multi-hit game, which is, like, Mm -hmm. I guess, duh, like, if you do the math, and you're, like, 21 divided by that, but – I mean, what a freaking showing. I see that Brock Jones still homered for Stanford, but um, isn't Stanford like ranked? They, they're
0: number two seed. Stanford's in the two seed. Yeah. Brock Jones, it was a leadoff homer in that game. And um, that was it pretty much. I mean, Thanks. they scored one more run later on, but that was it. They could get absolutely nothing going. And that defense the Stanford defense was running down balls all day, trying their best to like keep it under control. And it was just there was just no hope. Arkansas shoved it down their throat from start to finish.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was Arkansas Arkansas's starter went um went seven, seven and two and thirds. Two thirds. Yeah. Yeah. And on seventy-nine pitches he pitches? Went seven and two thirds. Yes. So great. So Arkansas they're in a great spot then because their yeah. bullpen is rested. Like good for that them.
0: day, the Ole Miss starter and the Arkansas starter both went seven and two thirds innings. So those bullpens for this game today are completely wow. rested. So it's not even like an advantage. <laughs> yeah. Like if both of their starters come go in and for some reason blow up, it doesn't matter because they're both of the entire bullpens are rested. Wow. It's going to be a really good game. That one's at six before that. Okay. We've got Stanford and Auburn playing at one. That's an elimination game. Stanford's lost one. Auburn's lost one. Somebody's going home. Who do you think? (sighs) Okay. I'm trying to not be biased here. But maybe I'm a little biased. But I think Stanford goes home. I think Auburn can stay in it. And now, I don't know how much further we can go after this. I'll be really honest with you. I didn't realize you were an Auburn fan. Yes, that's okay. where I went. I started college down there. I ended up okay. finishing in Birmingham, but yes. I, um, I think they can win this game against Stanford simply because the Stanford offense has not been great the last couple of games. Okay. Now, however, as I say that, if they decide to turn it on today, it's going to be rough because ours also hasn't been that good. We scored, you know, the 51 runs in three games in the regional and then turned around and scored like 11 or 12 in the super regional and we've scored one in the college world series so far. So,
1: and I I don't really understand how like how all the rest days necessarily work in college, but in Auburn's last game they only used two pitchers. They used their starter who threw like over 50 pitches like around I just was looking at the box store, so I I'm not I don't actually know this but I think it's about 50 <laughs> pitches and then they had a guy come in and throw four innings and he threw about 40 pitches whereas Stanford used one two three four five six guys and four of those six guys threw over 30 pitches so Auburn's pitching situation looks a lot more um, ready and stable and rested than Stanford's does but I don't know who is Starting in these games, either, which you might know. Um, yeah, like, you know, know that's, what that's what I
0: was just thinking. I don't are. know who's going to be starting for Auburn today. I'm not sure. Now, the good thing Auburn has in place there, they have a guy named Blake Halter who's our, I want to call him like a closer, but not really because he goes multiple innings all the time. But mm-hmm. basically, if we can get to the sixth or seventh inning with a lead, you feel pretty comfortable. He can go in and do three, four innings and you're fine. But in order to get to the sixth or seventh inning with a lead, you got to hit the baseball. You got to yeah. hit the baseball. So we'll see because, um, I mean, Sonny has given us a, uh, his few like patented home runs that he's always going to give you. Um, mm-hmm. but Blake Grambush has gone pretty quiet for Auburn. Um, so we're going to need him to wake up and hit the ball for sure. Uh, Bobby Pierce is doing really well for them. But again, on the on the Stanford side, like you just you have that feeling of, the offense hasn't been there the last couple of games so it's like bubbling and it 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 could be that game where they come out and score like eight in an inning and you're screwed so we'll see it's going to be and being an elimination game you've got that extra not so goodness because Stanford's played quite a few elimination games so far in the postseason I'm trying to think of how many Uh, it's been quite a few And obviously, they've continued to make it out. So they're good. Auburn's only played one elimination game. Now, they didn't win it, but they only have played one. So that's not an environment they've been used to yet either.
1: So the finals is best two out of three, and that will start on June 25th. You think – well, you you haven't – okay, do you want to project who you think will be in the finals?
0: Yeah, let me see here. Let me see. Okay, I think A&M beats Notre Dame today and moves on to play – Oklahoma, but I think Oklahoma beats A&M. I think Oklahoma will be in the finals on that bracket. Now, um, Ole Miss is so hard. Um, Ole Miss is really good. They definitely got some magic going, but I think Arkansas is going to be too good. They're going to win that. They'll go on to that final. Let's see here. So that would pull Ole Miss down. I think Auburn's going to beat Stanford. That'd be an Auburn Ole Miss rematch again because they've already played once. Okay. I don't think they beat you twice in a row, so I think Auburn moves on to play Arkansas, and I think Arkansas spanks us, so that gives us an OU Arkansas final.
1: What a what a color matchup! The exact same colors. Wow, they're really the exact same uniforms. (laughs) Okay, so Arkansas OU in the finals, and who wins?
0: Um, Oklahoma wins. Oklahoma beats them.
1: Congratulations to the Oklahoma Sooners. The the
0: future SEC team beats the SEC team.
1: (laughs) When you look at the field and you factor in Texas and Oklahoma moving to the SEC, one, two, three, four, five, six of the eight teams, SEC teams. Unbelievable. Okay. Ashland, I know you're at the beach.
0: Yes. And I know you're at
1: the beach. Yeah. And there's a, there's a really nice pool at at the hotel. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thank you. We love your insight to college baseball. You like, seriously, if you, if you did not pay attention to what I said at the beginning of the episode, follow Ashland, if you're trying to keep up with college baseball, because she does Quick little videos and they're not long videos. They're very digestible videos that you can watch and just get a quick summary on what's going on and you can stay up to know. And you should care about what's going on in college baseball because the MLB draft is coming up in July. Yeah. And you're gonna see yeah. a lot of these names coming up. And we have seen how quickly some of these guys, after they're getting drafted, getting called up the next year. Yeah, they'll be in major leagues in like a year. <laughs> yeah. So these are names you want to be familiar with. So Ashlyn, thank you so much for coming thank you for on. you Maddie, thank you so much for being the best producer in the world and all of the hard work that you work that you put into this. We love you, Maddie. We love you, Maddie. Thank you. Yes, we do. thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you. Happy so birthday. Much for listening. Thanks. Maddie. Yes. Happy birthday. Thanks, guys. Farm on, farm often. We'll see you next Wednesday. Ye-ha.